A very good day to you. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com. It's Tuesday, October 20th. Candidates for the state's 42nd Senate District went head-to-head on broadband issues in New York during a virtual debate hosted by the Orange County Citizens Foundation last night. With many individuals working from home and their children attending virtual classrooms for their education, the gap in broadband service, which is a significant issue for portions of the Hudson Valley and Catskills, has become a major issue of focus in the upcoming election. Although incumbent Democrat Senator Jen Metzger and her Republican opponent Michael Martucci had similar views regarding farmland protection, protecting the elderly during COVID, and making sure the state budget reflects an equitable share of funding for the Hudson Valley, they differed on the issue of broadband. Martucci took aim at Metzger, saying she voted in favor of the Consolidated Highway Bill, which contains a section of attacks broadband for companies installing fiber-optic groundwork on state rights-of-way. He said it's causing detriment to the expanded broadband infrastructure into underserved communities. There's two things that this state could practically do that would really forward broadband expansion in a significant way. Uh, The first would be to repeal a 2019 tax that the senator voted in favor of that taxes cable installers, broadband installers, whenever they put a shovel in the ground in in a state right-of-way. And second, you know, while we've all talked about the importance of broadband, no money has been allocated in our tremendous state budgets to address broadband expansion. So, you know, really what this comes down to is simply prioritizing it as an issue, finally, for, for real. Metzger rebutted with a position of studying broadband problem areas first, a strategy she says is more fiscally responsible. Part of fiscal responsibility is uh, not throwing at a problem you don't understand, which is what my opponent is essentially advocating. What my law that we just passed in the legislature will do requires an assessment. We do not have the information of where the gaps are in New York State. Of, of what the speeds are that need to be corrected and what the technological solutions are, which can differ from area to area. That work has to be done before you invest state dollars in resolving it. Metzger added that the approach to solving the broadband issue has to be done on a holistic basis. Early voting in New York begins this coming Saturday, and if turnout at other states is any indication, local numbers will be high. In Newburgh, City Councilman Omari Shakur wants to provide transportation so they can cast their vote. We're working on people who need ride because we have 10 days of early vote now. So it starts the 24th. And so everybody in the city of Newburgh will be going to the activity center. So we're concentrating on getting rides for people right now. Make sure people get to the poll. In Middletown, Mayor Joseph DeStefano said the city will be providing shuttle service to the senior center where early voting will take place. For the second time in weeks, the Poughkeepsie Common Council overrode a veto from Mayor Rob Rollison. Early in October, the Common Council voted unanimously to force the developer of the De La Val site on the Poughkeepsie-Hudson River waterfront to move forward with the project within 45 days or risk losing the opportunity. Benora Hospitality Group of Newburgh had been in negotiations with the city for several years for use of the parcel. On Friday, Mayor Rob Rollison vetoed the 45-day plan from the council. On Monday night, the council voted unanimously to override the veto, with Councilwoman Sarah Brannon saying the 45-day limit is doable. We've already heard that Mr. Benur is in communication with the IDA um, and other officials to try and get the ball rolling. And 
I do think that this is more than adequate time. Um, this has been in question for six years. Councilwoman Yvonne Flowers voted for the override, but still questioned the legitimacy of the minimum time frame. The Lake Walton Preserve Master Plan envisions a passive park for all abilities. Dutchess County seeking public input on the plan for the East Fishkill Passive Parks is County Executive Mark Molinaro. This uh, particular park will be uh, accessible to anyone of any ability, adjacent and connected to the Dutchess Rail Trail. Uh, and we're moving forward with phase one, which is the development of a loop trail, universally accessible, uh, and we're soliciting for public participation. And ultimately, we'll develop a Friends of the Preserve effort so that we can engage local community members, stakeholders. The land for Lake Walton Preserve was acquired through a partnership with Scenic Hudson. Ulster County officials wanted an independent review of the Kingstonian Project's cost-benefit, and the National Development Council has now completed its preliminary report. County Executive Patrick Ryan will release it on Friday. Legislature Chairman David Donaldson said lawmakers will delay all votes related to the project until the finalized report is received. A former Village of Liberty working supervisor in the Public Works Department pled guilty in Sullivan County Court to a felony of grand larceny for stealing over $17,000 from the village. 62-year-old Peter Parks of Liberty admitted that he approved village payroll documents that he knew falsely indicated two DPW employees had been working for the village at times that they were actually working for his own private construction business. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com.